Welcome to the Garden of Belonging, a podcast exploring the things that help us belong to ourselves and the things that get in our way. I'm your host, Kim K. Gray, a life coach for good girls and people pleasers, dedicated to helping them know, trust, and courageously share their voices. In this podcast, we will explore topics such as self-knowledge, self-trust, self-acceptance, and self-expression. The world needs our unique gifts. It's time we connect with our inner voice and show up fully as ourselves. Welcome back to the Garden of Belonging podcast. Today, I hope you'll enjoy my conversation with Valérie Meige. Valérie is a mindset coach and self-confidence expert with a no-fluff based on science and actionable approach. She works with corporate leaders and entrepreneurs who want to confidently thrive in life and business. She does believe that when we know how to manage our mind, we can achieve whatever we want in life, and her method proves it. After a successful management career in nightlife and luxury hospitality, amazing place to learn about human behaviors, with meeting VIPs every day, traveling the world, and organizing amazing events, she was feeling like something was still missing and took the leap to transform her passion for personal development into her career. Now a certified mindset coach, NLP, hypnosis, and timeline therapy practitioner, and after being mentored by the most renowned coaches, she runs workshops, gives talks, and coaches clients from all over the world in English, French, and Spanish. Nothing makes her happier than seeing her clients go from self-doubt and stuck to self-confident and thriving. Hi, Val. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Kim. I'm happy to be here with you. Good, good. So to start, I wondered if you would um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about. Okay, so um, I'm Valerie. I am a life and mindset coach. Uh, I uh, I am an NLP hypnosis and timeline therapy practitioner. I am absolutely passionate about uh, human behaviors. Since uh, I'm very young, I'm trying to understand why we do what we do in the way what we do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm passionate about uh, helping people to live their best life. Um, And I do believe that uh, our life are as good as our mindset are. So I work with my clients around... um, uh, overcoming their limiting beliefs and uh, choosing better beliefs that serve them more and better. That's it. Wonderful. Thank you. So this series is all about self-trust. So what does self-trust mean to you and how has it affected your life? So I love to talk about self-trust. I think that self-trust is the foundation for a fulfilled and happy life. Uh, Self-trust for me is um, having the mindset that whatever comes uh, my way, my life, I will be able to handle it. It's it's like a deep reliance on on my ability to handle life uh, and to navigate the world well. Uh, I think that uh, self-love is going is always going end, uh, on end with self-confidence. It's very hard, I think, to have self-confidence if we don't have self-trust. Um, and, and the most important thing, I think, it's 
it's a not a personality, a personality trait, it's a skill. And as all the skills, we can learn it. Uh, it's not that I'm born like it, I'm, I'm born like that, I don't have self-trust, I will never have self-trust. Now, we can do some steps to develop our, our self-trust. It's a skill, it's perfectly um, possible to, to have more self-trust in our life. I think that it's also something that can be lost and restored. We don't have the same uh, self-trust, I think, every day and every month and every year in our life. It depends a little bit of what we are going through. Uh, obviously, self-trust is coming from inside, but we can lose it from uh, external events to um, can make us feel a little bit uh, less um, self-trustworthy um, and I, I could see I could see it I could see that in my in my life in different way like um, going through like odd events or it make me have much less self-trust that I was used to um, and um, yeah self-trust is knowing that I can back myself that I'm not attacking myself, that I back myself. And it's, um, it's also, for me, it's linked to uh, being connected with my higher self, with my intuition. Um, yeah, this is it. It's yeah. what self-trust is for me. Thank you. I like that you started with the idea of that ability to go through, cope with life and go through life, because I think... Um, in most of my other conversations, that's come up, of course, but it hasn't been the first thing that come, came up. So I love that you brought that up first. Yes, it's it's really it's really this for me. It's really this this ability to end our life, and thinking that whatever happened, I will go through and I can handle it and I will survive because yeah. we all fear death. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, and it's. It's such a good reminder that we can, we can get through yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So was yeah, there a time? Are, oh, sorry. Go ahead. We are much, much stronger than we think. Yes. Yeah. So was there a time in your life when you didn't trust yourself and what was that like? Oof. Uh, yes, I had few moments uh, in my life that I was not trusting myself anymore. Um, I think that, um, as I said before, it's not static. So uh, yeah, there, there, there were periods in my life that I was not trusting myself anymore. And I think that the time in my life that I that I totally um, lose my self trust, it was when I was in an abusive relationship. Um, it's I I, I was uh, in an abusive relationship with a narcissistic pervert, and that was repeating me every day that I was useless and that um, I couldn't do anything with my life without him. Uh, and I'm some. I am a strong person, and it's it's a little bit weird to think that I could believe him, but I was believing him, and uh, I totally lose my confidence and my and my trust in myself. Um, and it's uh, it's it resulted in in being 
like I was not capable to take any decision. Uh, I was doubting myself about everything. Um, the, the most simple decision in life was like something very uh, difficult for me. It was very hard. Um, and yeah, it's for that that I know that self-trust is not static, but I also know that it can come back when you lose it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thank you for sharing that vulnerable story. And I, um, I think that that can bring hope to a lot of people that, like you said, it's a skill. It can come back. We can learn it. And yes. I also, it also ties into, you know, your mindset coach exactly. and how powerful the mind can be and just hearing those messages over and over and how strong they were to affect you, even though, like you said, you're a strong person. Yes. Yes. It has been after a long way to uh, working, to doing inner work and working on my mindset to get back to this full self-trust that I now have. I'm very confident. I have a lot of self-trust. So, and I can take decisions very quickly and, <laughs> and go with the flow now. But yeah, it's, yeah, I think that it's important that people that they are uh, going through something like hard in their life that can be like this kind of relationship or anything that um, is uh, taking their power away, that we can always take all power back. Mm -hmm. It's all about mindset it's all in our mind the power of our mind it's immense and we can we can program our mind to do whatever we want in life yeah so when you think about um your self-trust how does the idea of um the voices of experts quote <laughs> either true experts or so-called export experts how does that fit in uh, so the voice of the experts, I listen to them um, because I think that if you listen to other voices with an open mind, you can always learn something. Mm -hmm. um, but after I checked with myself, with my intuition, with my gut, if what they say feels right, feels good, and I always follow what my intuition and instinct and gut says much more than what an expert say. And after I think that there is so many variable in life, it, it, you can be an expert in a certain way because you had a certain experiences in life. But I think that there is not one truth, but much more than one. And also sometimes there is a lot of different way to present the same idea and you just have to find the one that resonates the, the, the way to that resonate more with you because at the end it's sometimes there is no uh, thousand of secrets in life you know mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's always already it, it's always the same the same idea like um, coming back to you in different ways and you have to choose which one is is resonating with you mm -hmm. yeah i think it's important to remember that that there can be multiple answers and yes. that one may be right for one person and something else might be right for you and to be open to that and uh i think also you can end up maybe you try a path you could decide to go one direction and it doesn't quite work out 
you exactly. still you can still choose a different path and i don't think that means that you can't trust yourself it just means that you know you tried something it's, and you're now resilient and you can trust yourself to pick yourself up and try something else exactly it's it's exactly that yeah you can absolutely it's it's we have to try you, we have to take decision and we have to take action because everything in life is coming after action. Confidence is coming after action. Self-trust is coming after action. If you are just sitting in your sofa thinking and living in your head and not taking any action, it's very hard to uh, be self-confident and to have self-trust. It's self-confidence and self-trust, they are skills and they are coming after action. Mm. Action is what brings us confidence and trust. Yeah. And there is a sort of thing, it's the more you trust yourself, the more it's easier to trust other, other people. Mm. I think that it's all linked. And, um, and there is a sort another thing that I wanted to add. It's that at the end, no one knows better than you what is the best for you. You have all the answer inside. We all have all the answer inside. So I'm not really into having gurus. Um, of course, there is people that can help you to guide you. Um, I am a coach, so it's basically what I do in life. I guide other people, but I guide other people to find their own answers, what is right for them. I don't know what is the best for them. They know it. I just help them to find it, <laughs> to find the best answers for them. So, um, yeah, I think that we we have to be aware of that that we cannot listen to experts uh, like without without checking with ourselves if what we are um, listening to is sounds right and feel good with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So related to that, I think we live in this age of um, science and research. And and I sometimes there's this idea that there's a right way and like the answer. How do you feel that self trust fits in with that? How do we combat that idea? <laughs> I think that um, I, I I completely love the fact that uh, nowadays we have access to so much information and um, and this science size. Um, but still, I think that we have to go back to be connected to ourselves and to our intuition and to own who we are and, and to trust what, what we feel and what we think. And as you said before, that it's just a try. And if we are wrong, we are wrong. And uh, we, we, we can always make another decision. Mm -hmm. It's not that there is very, very little decision in life that they are forever. Um, everything in life you can change your you can change your decision after after doing it so and choose another one that sits of you better yeah it goes back to what you were saying at the beginning which is i trust that uh, i can endure life right so i trust that i make that wrong decision and i can do yes. something different exactly. <laughs> keeps coming back to that <laughs> yeah so I titled this series um, Radical Self-Trust. And when I think mm -hmm. about that, I think about a, a bit of going against the grain. So was there ever a time when you went against the grain and you had followed your own instincts, your own intu intuition, and had positive results? And how was that? And how did you handle 
the the naysayers and the questioners <laughs> the pushback <laughs> i love this title of radical self-trust i think that it's it's what we should have always um yeah i had few times like this in my life and I, the first that i remember i'm pretty sure that i had things like this when i was a kid but the first that i remember it when i was 18 I decided with my best friends to go to, I'm French, and I decided to go to Spain for one year to study Spanish and being au pair and whatever. Um, and um, my friend just canceled the day before. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was telling me, my parents, my friends, you crazy, don't go. Uh, no, it's a sign, you know, just you cannot go alone. You don't speak the language, uh, it's far away. Um, what you will do there alone uh, with no support and everything. And I said, I want to go. I feel that I, everything will be okay. I will go. And basically, I didn't listen much to what they were saying. I was lucky that my parents let me go mm -hmm. when I was 18. But um, yeah, and it was, I think that it's something that really helped me after in life. Uh, to you see that just take the first step and the rest of the stair will appear you know because i didn't i didn't know what i was going to do there it was like a bit scary when you're 18 and you go in a country that you don't speak the language alone mm -hmm. but i did it and it gave me a lot of of confidence in myself and i still that um now many many years after i still have these things that i try to do things and um and i don't wait for other people to do it with me and um yeah after i have few other moments in my life like this i started a long distance relationship where all my friends were telling me you're crazy he lives far away it's impossible he won't never work i don't know anyone that a long distance relationship worked um and it worked <laughs> <laughs> so and after i changed career like um two times when i was i was working in in hospitality and i i i decided that i want to work to to start a, like my life coaching business because i'm passionate about personal development since i'm a teenager so it's really like i wanted to do it since many years and i didn't do it and and at some point i said why i don't do it because the societies tell me that it's um it's not so uh, secure than to be employee. And, and that's because I'm a manager, I have a good job and I have, uh, um, I earn good money. So, uh, and people don't understand what is life coaching. I did it anyway. And I'm happy that I did it. <laughs> I love all those stories of just trusting yourself and I'm doing it anyway and it all works out and every time that it works out it just builds that trust and confidence right exactly exactly it builds the confidence uh, um, in, a, in a way that after you can always remember that it's just like okay I did it one times and it worked so I can do it again and um, and to answer your question oh I handle 
people like telling me that to not do it. Um, basically, I'm a rebel at heart, I think. So <laughs> it, I easily do the opposite of what you tell me that I have to do. But, um, and I'm also persistent and a little bit stubborn. So it helped also to not listen too much to what other people have to say. Um, but I think that what I learned with the year, it's to not share much about what uh, I'm going to do before it's really, I'm already doing it, I'm in it. So I don't, I, I because the, the, the pe- people are just projecting their fears on you. Mm-hmm. It's so I I learned that I don't talk much I don't talk much about what I'm going to do so they don't project on me their fears and um, and I know that is their fears it's not mine so I don't have to 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 really um, um, accept them it's just like I know that most of the time is coming from love because they care um, because I think that the most difficult. It's when it's something close to you, like your partner, your parents, what your best friends. When they are telling you, like, don't do that, it's crazy, it won't work. I think that it's the most difficult. But um, you have to understand that it's coming from love, but it's their fears and not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. So what practices and support structures do you have for trusting yourself so for trusting myself i think that's um one of my daily practice in, is meditation um i think that when uh, i am still and i spend time by myself maybe not only meditating but uh being alone having time that i'm being alone um i think that it, it helped me to connect with my intuition and it's all linked, obviously. If I connect to my intuition, I, I trust myself more because I trust my intuition, basically I trust my higher self. So I know that uh, I have all the answer within. I just have to listen to the answer. It's not easy every day. But right. <laughs> I try my best. Um, I also use a lot visualization, timeline therapy, hypnosis, myself, self-hypnosis. Um, because when you can imagine an event, it's very it's easier after to have the self trust to do the step to get there. Uh, and you can even with self hypnosis imagine yourself being um, self confident and and trusting yourself. So yeah. I also have a glory board with my achievements. So I have a little notebook where uh, I write uh, my achievements. It can be business, it can be personal life, and it can be very uh, small things like uh, um, learning to cook something, uh, do a new recipe and doing well, um, uh, trying to skate, for example, and, and like, my little achievements. Um, another very important thing, I think, it's like I keep my prom- I keep at least one promise to myself every day. And uh, I started small 
with like uh, waking up at a certain time and having a morning routine. And I keep my promise. I promise to myself that I will do that. And I keep the prayer. I always keep my promise to myself. If you are, you, you won't be trusting someone that is not keeping the promise that he, that, that he's doing to you. So it's, it's, the, it's a way to, to, to trust yourself. Um, what else? I'm always learning and improving my skills because I think that the more skills I have, the more confident and the more trust in myself I will have. Um, I'm being decisive, as, as we said before, because I know that if the decision that I took is not good, I can always take another one. Right. And if I fail, I will learn from my, my, my mistakes. I will learn the lesson. Um, I, yeah, I think that I, I, I'm really into, into checking, um, oh, I did something and if I did it wrong, or oh, I could do it better next time. And, um, and I think that, um, yeah, that's all. And asking, now the last one will be asking myself good questions. Mm. Because you can, you can find solution and, and, and take the good decision for everything if you ask your mind what you have to do. Not why this is happening to me, it's not very important, but what can I learn from that? Um, or not, uh, it's impossible that I achieve that. Or can I do to, what can I do? How can I do to achieve what I want to achieve? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think that, you know, we, that's one of the things we learn in our coaching, coach training, right? Is powerful questions yeah. and how, yes. how strong we yes, can be. Yes, Sometimes we just, um, we know that how powerful are the questions that we ask to our clients and we forget to ask ourselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, questions are very powerful and our mind always, will always do um, uh, it best to find the answer. Our mind has all the answers. So, so if you ask your mind the, the right question, we have the right answer. It's just asking you, asking yourself questions mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And that's how it can also be helpful to work with someone like a coach or a NLP yeah. practitioner or whatever, because <laughs> we can help you find those questions, right? <laughs> yes. Quite. Asking, asking powerful question is like, is like my passion. <laughs> mm, I love that. I love that. It's so great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Val, for talking with me and sharing your, your thoughts and your experience and your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me in the Garden of Belonging. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any others. And if you leave a review, it really helps it reach and support more people. If you'd like to explore these topics more deeply, join me in the Garden of Belonging community. There's a link in the show notes for more information about that. Until next time, take care of you. Music in this episode by Dan O. Songs. <laughs>